0: Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate his love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Good morning. My name's Malcolm. For you who don't know me, I'm I'm the family life pastor here at Bayside. So today I'm going to be talking about something to do with family or relationships. Ooh. So, first of all, I love props. So, I've got some props here that I'm going to get out. That there. Oh, that's a for <laughs> there we go. So, if you're listening to the recording today, I have my wife's with permission, of course. My wife, Stan, makes her with a masonry drill going into wood. For all you guys to know what that is. And a hammer drill with a whisking, beating thing on the end and a bowl. And as I said, I had permission, so everything's been looked after gently. So, Okay. So we've been listening to Hathaway's What Is Love song. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. (laughs) The title of today's message is What Is Love? I want to do a simple little talk. Talk on love, of pain, of conflict and choice. We're going to try and make it fun too, okay, so it's not like, oh my goodness me. Obviously, we'll be talking about love for all eternity, so I just want to pick a few things up this morning, so strap yourselves in. Are you ready? ready. Um, So, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, definition of love, is strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties, attraction based on Sexual desire, affection and tenderness felt by lovers, affection based on admiration, acts of kindness or common interests, assurance of affection, warm attachment, enthusiasm or devotion, or a British used as an informal term of ally love, (laughs) unselfish, loyal and way down the bottom, the the fatherly concern of God for humankind. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to put it at the top. So let's look at the word. And I'm using the Passion Translation this morning. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. And love does not brag. It doesn't brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter. For it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat. For it never, ever, 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 and that's paraphrased there, ever gives up. So let's go back to our song, What is Love? Baby Don't Hurt Me. Now people have been equating love with pain since the beginning of humanity. Because sometimes love can hurt. And there's not many things in this world that I hate. And, I, and hate is such a strong and abrasive word. But I hate hurting people when it's destructive and damaging. Now, like you, well, I don't know, you might not have hurt anyone in your life. But I'm sometimes reminded of the precious souls that I've hurt. And I continue to pray wholeness and fulfillment for them. And also is important... For those who have hurt me, I shout with all my heart and passion, I unconditionally forgive you. It's a good thing to do from a healed heart or a heart that wants to be healed. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgave you. So I talked about pain on my last preach, and that preach was on the protection of our hearts. And sometimes pain is necessary to grow. But there's distinction between what is constructive pain and what is constructive pain. Okay, to our props. So is there anything wrong with this picture? Just name, name some things that you think are wrong With this, like the woods, the woods out of place? No? Yeah, well, I tried that yesterday. (laughs) And yesterday didn't work too well, because I had it on too high. (laughs) So luckily there was nothing in the way. How many people here actually look at manuals? Yeah, usually look at them after I haven't been able to work out how it works, which is such a... A bloke thing. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention too. Okay, that um, this can be interchangeable. It can be your husband's mixing machine or your wife's drill. Whatever floats your boat. Okay. Do you think? Uh, do you think that I will be able to drill a hole with a mixer? Maybe. But will it make a mess? Or imagine me mixing the ingredients of a fresh. Meringue, without well, on high speed, kind of wouldn't work. I don't think. I looked that up actually. So everything would go everywhere. In relationships, if we take the time to find out how a person works, and if you've ever read Gary Chapman's book on the five love languages, it it, it helps you find out what the things that your partner, your friends, are like in their life, and try and find out what someone's love language is, and bless them that way. If we take the time to find out how a person works and love them accordingly, we will have a rich and lasting relationship. If we persisted in using the drill and the mixer incorrectly, sure, they might work for a while, but sooner or later they will get damaged. And none of us want that, do we? So I want to talk about a couple of things that can create issues when we are doing our best to love those around us. And that's important when we are doing our best to love those around us. So the first thing, point-wise, I want to talk about is conflict is a blessing. Who here likes conflict? I don't like conflict when it's not beneficial. When it's beneficial... It can be so rewarding. Beneficial conflict is when we deal with an issue in love and understanding. If we look at Matthew 18.15, If your fellow believer sins against you, you must go to that one person privately and attempt to resolve the matter. That is love. If they respond, your relationship is restored. Now, obviously, that can be about anything We might be thinking might harm a person. Like pain, conflict is inevitable. Something can happen. We went on holidays one time. There wasn't a bath in the place to wash Brodie, and he was about five. So we thought we'd use the sink. Oh, there's the sink there, we'll use that. So we took out the washing machine, drainage hose, and bathed Brodie. Then we did some washing. We forgot to put the hose back in. Of course, the, the place flooded. There's water everywhere. And that caused a little bit of conflict, lovey, didn't it? It was hard, but thankfully, we worked through it without too much damage. The <laughs> place was, in, you know, there was like, why didn't you put the hose in and why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? Conflict can evoke a range of different emotions in us. Sophia, fear, scared we might get hurt or damaged in some way. What's the people who own the place going to say? They're going to come in and they're going to go, you're out, get out, flooded the place, which was so far from the truth because the people came and said, oh please, just come into this newly prepared place for the last two days. They were, they were lovely. We can get intimidated. We start looking for someone else to blame to get us off the hook. It was her fault. It was his fault. Why didn't he know? Why didn't she know? We can get angry. We can let anger spiral out of control. You know sometimes when you just... It's like the drill. You know? Spiral out of control. We can get self-conscious. Makes us feel inadequate. And we can lose sight of who we are in God. Now I've felt all these things... And reacted in ways that didn't help me apply love correctly. I had a masonry drill in a mixer. So wasn't good. Moni would say something, and because of past hurts and situations, I would feel inadequate, and just snap back at her, and start a mouse grumpy mechanism. A mouse grumpy mechanism. I thank the Lord that he's dealt with that for the most part, which is a good thing. We can totally underestimate the damage we can do to a person when we unleash our unhelpful mechanisms on there, especially when we haven't taken the time to realize that grumpy mechanism or put-down mechanism will achieve the exact opposite reaction in the person. I want, I want you to know that this is affecting me and it's not helping me, whereas it should be, that's okay, we'll sort this out. What I want to do now is change the question of what is love to who is love. And hopefully you know that the answer is Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus is love and so it should stand to reason if we want help and how to love people that we would look to him for guidance. As Leanne preached the other week, Jesus doesn't care? Yes, he does. Jesus cares more than we could ever imagine. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Are you weary and carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me, and I will refresh your life, for I am an oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble and easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. That's who my Jesus is. Hopefully that's who your Jesus is because that's who he is. Jesus through the Holy Spirit is the only one who can help us unpack are unhelpful mechanisms and show us how to change the direction of our responses. Change the direction of harm to a direction of love. Obviously, there are those around us who can help us pray through those things. If you need something like that, then there's wonderful people in this church that will help you. People that you can trust. My next point, and I'm not going to be speaking very long this morning. I'm actually nearly finished. I, want, I wanted you to just get some points that were really, really important. And you are here for such a time as this. There's people in here that need to hear this. So the next thing I want to talk about is choice. Because Jesus is love, he is bound by himself to honor all that love is. Love demands choice. There is no way around it. Without our total consent, Jesus' love cannot flourish in our lives. And his love never changes. Let's just get that clear. That is there 24-7. His love never decreases. It's always there. Choice is our privilege. Choice is also our responsibility. We can choose life or we can choose the opposite. Philippians 1, 9, 10 Says, I continue to pray for your love to grow and increase beyond measure, bringing you into the rich revelation of spiritual insight in all things, including relationships. This will enable you to choose the most excellent way of all, becoming pure and without offense until the unveiling of Christ. You cannot make your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend, or your friends, anyone that you are in relationship. You cannot make them love you. It has to be because they want to. I want to love my wife. I just I get up in the morning and go, How can I love my wife more? There are some situations where one person wants to work at a relationship and the other doesn't, and that's just a hard gig. And I pray for you if you're going through that, you know, where you're going, I just, you know, it's a one-way relationship. But God can do amazing, wonderful things. But this morning I'm talking about two people who do want to work at it, but just need some tools. Or well, the tools that they have, know which way to use them. So it's our job to allow Jesus to make a fertile garden in our hearts for love to flourish. We make good choices, choose Jesus and his ways in every situation. We are then using the tools that we have been given correctly and we do our best money and I to use the tools correctly now we don't always do that but we are quick to get it right I just want to read 1 Corinthians 13 again and I'm going to just change it just a little bit Jesus is large and incredibly patient Jesus is gentle and consistently kind to all he refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else Jesus does not brag about his achievements nor inflates his own importance he wants us to glorify him but that's for our good that's for our good We're, if we are um, think that God wants all the glory because it's for him he he doesn't need that but what he needs is for us to put a focus on him because that is the best for us jesus does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek his own honor jesus is not easily irritated or quick to take offense jesus joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Jesus is a safe place of shelter, for he never stops believing the best for us. Jesus never takes failure as defeat, because he never, ever, 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 ever gives up. He is there for you all the time. Hopefully we've learned something this morning. We've learnt and are learning to choose life. To choose and apply love correctly in every situation. Now that will take us a lifetime and beyond. But what a wondrous and fruitful journey that is. So this morning I want to give us opportunity to ask the Lord for help with unhelpful mechanisms, those things that we know are inside us that just come out and we go, I wish I hadn't said that I wish I hadn't done that, what makes me do that and Jesus can meet you here this morning he can take that thing and he can change the way that you think because we are asking him to and when we open ourselves to Jesus Jesus can do most amazing things. So let's close our eyes, shall we? Lord Jesus, I thank you for everyone that's come this morning. Lord, for people that I know and people that I'm going to enjoy getting to know. That, Lord, each heart you know intricately you knew while they were in their mother's womb. Lord, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord, you know the way that we think because of the things that have happened to our lives, the things that might have shaped us, That Lord that can create wrong cerebral pathways that make us think in certain ways and make us do things that we don't. Lord, this morning, we open our hearts to you. Lord, we want to be a flourishing garden where your love just comes in and your love changes us. And Lord, make make us an attractive person. This morning, Lord, I remember as Paul was talking about magnets and how if they are pushed together in the wrong way, that Lord, it actually um, is an opposite effect. It, It pushes away. Lord, we want, we want your magnets. Lord, we want to be attracted to each other. And Lord, just help us. Help us now. Each one of us, Lord. Just as we ask you to search our hearts and our souls. Lord, we want to be better. Lord, not for performance sake. Because that is not love. what love is. Love is not about performance. Lord, we want it so that we can be more loving to those around us because that is what you are all about. So, Lord, we just spend a, a moment. Lord, just work in us. Work in us now, Lord. I hope you've enjoyed today's message. Remember to check us out at baysidechurch.org.au And, of course, if you're ever in the area, please pop in and say good day.